today we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation when a strange virus is discovered that ages people to death. Pulaski and the crew must race to find a cure that can save a research station. But when Pulaski herself is infected, will we use lose yet another ship's doctor? From January 28th, 1989, it's season two, episode seven, Unnatural Selection, or Eugenics Run Amok. <laughs> I'm Cam. That's Dan. And I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> expecting me to bring up eugenics or you no no i was not we forgot to say it last episode but happy new year dan happy we were so, new year we were so distracted it's the year of my sister's birth oh it's the year of my parents banging that resulted <laughs> in me i mean hold on finger bang bang uh it would have been like november so we've got a ways to go i'm still just a twinkle in my dad's eye are either of your sisters born in, or any of your sisters born in November? In November? No, no. Is your dad's birthday in November? No. Is your mom's? No. <laughs> Do they just like Thanksgiving a lot? Oh yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely a a, tur- a turkey turd. My poor my poor wife had the realization that she is straight up birthday sex. How is that a bad thing? That's great. <laughs> I mean, they had a good birthday that year. Not Her so mom great, did. you know, three months later. And they go, oh, shit. <laughs> God damn, we were so careful. How did this happen? Yeah, no, that was not the case. <clears throat> but the opposite of most pregnancies, the children in this episode were very well planned. They were. Methodically engineered. Incredibly so. Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> But they're so pretty, Dan. They're so pretty. <laughs> oh my God, Cameron, they're so pretty. And you know, and they wear plastic very well. <laughs> I just—that's the one thing in this episode that's just like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Kids in plastic wrap. If it's that's the what you're into thing in the 24th century. Uh, we better tell these people what the <laughs> hell we're talking about. We'd better. On Stardate 42494.8, the Enterprise receives a distress call from the USS Landry. Just going to let that ring for a minute. <laughs> and arrives at the ship's last location to find it adrift. The Enterprise taps into the Landry's viewer, which is a really cool feature and finds that the crew appears to have died of old age, even though many were as young as the Enterprise crew members. The only evidence of any medical problems was the harmless case of Dalusian flu in one of the ship's officers. They discovered that the Lantry's last port of call was the Darwin Genetic Research Station on Gagarin 4. Picard orders a quarantine warning to be broadcast from the Lantry, and orders the Enterprise to go to Gagarin 4. 
as they near the planet, they receive another distress call from the station's researchers, all of whom have started a rapid onset of geriatric phenomenon they believe is tied to the lantry. In other words, they get an old as fuck real quick. <laughs> when the Enterprise arrives in orbit, the research team's leader pleads to have the station's genetically engineered children brought aboard, asserting that they are safe, as they have been isolated from the rest of the station. Picard is concerned with exposing the Enterprise to the same phenomenon that is affecting the station, but allows Dr. Pulaski to have one of the children beamed aboard encased in styrolite, which shields the ship from the rest of the possible contamination. The child is brought into sickbay, and Dr. Pulaski finds the 12-year-old child to be a male teenager of near perfection. Wink. Describing him as the next step in human evolution, she convinces Picard to allow her to take a shuttle away from the Enterprise so that she can examine the child outside of the Styrolite without exposing the rest of the crew, and recruits Data because he's not human. That's pretty much it. Yep. (laughs) When she removes the protective material, the boy awakens and telepathically communicates with her. She is suddenly struck by a joint pain... (laughs) acute arthritis and recognizes that she has become affected by the same condition as the Lantry and orders Data to pilot the shuttle to the research station. Dr. Pulaski continues to research the case of the syndrome at the station. She learns that the children have been genetically engineered with highly aggressive immune systems that fight pathogens by genetically altering them, not just in the children's bodies, but in the surrounding environment as well. It's what I like to call, uh, you know, om-nom defense. (laughs) Ah, they got that that Pac-Man immunity. Um, nom nom. Um, nom 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 nom. Recalling the Lantry officer with Telusian flu, Dr. Pulaski postulates that the children's immune system reacted to, reacted to the virus and created airborne antibodies that are attacking everything else, consequently altering DNA of normal humanoids to cause them to age rapidly and die. With this information, the crew of the Enterprise determines that the transporters can remove the antibodies and recode an infected individual's DNA to normal, but only with previous biopatterns of that individual. And they do not have one for Dr. Bones fucking Pulaski due to her avoidance of transporter technology for some fucking reason. It's fine. The crew finds samples of Pulaski's hair in her quarters, and using it as a template, is able to restore her to full health. Health. <laughs> to hail. <laughs> to hair hell. Hell. <laughs> After some old school Star Trek shtick, the Enterprise uses the same procedure to restore the station's staff. They note that the children will never be able to live alongside other humans because old people stuff. The Enterprise returns to the contaminated Lantry to destroy the ill-fated vessel and so ends unnatural selection. Oh, Cameron. Yes, Dan. I was real worried for a minute there. <laughs> I was worried that they were going to age Pulaski to death. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she deserves better. I didn't want her to go out like that. I know. And I'm glad she, she didn't. I know. And actually, the age makeup was pretty good. It wasn't bad. I'm bad. All things considered, at least it was better than, you know, the last time we aged everyone up unexpectedly in the original Ooh. series. My <laughs> 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 lips are so dry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh, that's a sound. Um, Cameron, what did you love about this episode? 
I love so much about this episode. I love, it's not Picard and Pulaski being flirty, but it's like workplace proximity flirty, where, you know, they're fighting, but they're going to become really good friends because they're mm-hmm. the same person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she so it's does not like- talk a lot about her mama and the vineyard in France. I keep waiting for them to like, sisters um no i just loved the chemistry i loved them being sassy to each other i loved um all of the other stuff that happened in this episode the little crew bits i love that we finally get to know chief o'brien's name i was gonna say have they called him chief o'brien before this they have not hmm but Jordy's still the head of engineering, right? He is. Oh yeah, he's he's the transporter chief. Right. He's um, not I lo- he's not chief engineer O'Brien. That's that's in a different show, right? No, he's he's just transporter chief O'Brien. Gotcha. Um, I love that Dr. Sarah Kingsley is so completely clueless. And she's just kind of scrappy. She's she's <laughs> She just doesn't. She also doesn't have any fucks, and I think she has less fucks to give than Pulaski, which I find even more refreshing. Um, when she's like, "Doctor, I'm 35," and everyone goes, oh, "Damn! <laughs> oh, you look like shit!" No kidding. You can see um, everyone also... audibly gasp. <laughs> <gasps> I love Pulaski and Data bonding too. Because they did, and it was cute. And yeah, I just, I had a great time. What did you love, Dan? I loved how much Pulaski sass we got, but also just her dedication, her conviction. Um, I like that Picard had his misgivings about her, and she has misgivings about Picard, and they both went to Deanna about it. Um, I was like, yeah, there you go, counseling. She's, she's doing her job. Good for you. Um, <laughs> still don't know why you're there, but this is great. Um, I loved and hated how Deanna said the word stasis, which she pronounced <laughs> stasis. <laughs> it's that bit as a dialect. It's so weird and it's 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 i'm pretty sure it's becoming inconsistent like sometimes it sounds like she has a speech impediment i just i don't know i don't know well no the thing was is they told her to develop it and then didn't make her mom learn it and so they were like start phasing it out make it less extreme do do a little less do a little less (sighs) little did they know that we would be watching this on demand and dissecting it with a fine-tooth comb Little did they know. Um, Indeed. I liked the look of the land tree. Um, I liked that we were recycling an old plot point from the previous show, but this felt a little more next gen. It did. You know, it really did seem like they weren't going to pull it off and somebody was willing to stay behind. And... Also, there were terrifying psychic children mm-hmm. um, who were creepy as fuck. Also, I enjoyed the um, shuttle bay 
animation. That looked good. Um, it did. The shuttle bay doors moving. The shuttle itself looked like it looked okay. Let's be honest. Uh, it didn't look amazing, but the the bay doors looked good. I was like, "Ooh, spent a little money, did we?" <laughs> um, you bet your ass. Real quick, Dan, did you recognize the class of ship the the Lantry was? It was the 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 kind that's um. It, it, it's the kind that's even more pancake like. <laughs> You may have seen it in such films as The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, it's the one with the with the four. No. It's the one with the two. Yeah. It's Miranda class, Dan. Oh, of course, Miranda class. Now see, they say it they say it's a Miranda class, but I always thought it was more of a Samantha class. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're a Carrie class, but let's be honest, most of us are Charlottes, okay? Most of us are Charlotte class. You you are not a Charlotte. Um, no, I, I thought this was a good character study of Pulaski's grit, her determination, her unwillingness to give up in a bad situation. Uh, it also tested my stomach for bad old age makeup. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I mean, all things considered, it was pretty good. But you know what was bad, Cameron? What was bad, Dan? The weird-ass body condom that they put that kid in. (laughs) What the fuck was that shit? Future, Dan. I just... The future. (laughs) That that part was bad. Um, Just weird and strange. Also, if anyone thinks that the hair they found on Pulaski's brush is actually Pulaski's hair, they are, they are mistaken. Pulaski has no hair. She lost a bet and is wearing that wig. Because <laughs> the Pulaski the hair is not something, it's not something a human could generate. It is, it is something that was cooked up in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a permanent, per- permanent, permanent... Mm-hmm. Permanent, Perm squared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Permigiano Reggiano. <laughs> hey, Mambo. Permigiano Reggiano. Hey, Mambo. What if Dean Martin wasn't even Italian? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> Turns out he's like Irish or something. Just ruins I know his that whole is a Bette Midler song. Oh, yeah? I'm kidding. And a Rosemary Clooney song. Is Rosemary Clooney George Clooney's mom? Aunt. Really? Yes. Oh. Well, that's lame. Well, what else did you hate, Dan? Besides the kid condoms. The kid condoms were weird. Um, I detested the fact that Pulaski was super into Picard's record. I'm like, just say she thinks he's hot. Don't don't make this about his service record. She doesn't admire that. She's always fighting against him. It can just be a purely carnal, sexual thing. Just <laughs> let it be that. Just let it be, well, Captain, you know why I'm here. 
And why the hell are you here? And then she <laughs> drops her martini glass as he grabs her in his big, powerful, bald arms. <laughs> well, you did say it's the quest for dad ass. <laughs> the quest for dad ass. <laughs> Space, the final booty call. <laughs> Darling, are you all right? I need you. Badly. Everybody gonna get some on the Enterprise tonight, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm okay. not sorry. I'm you shouldn't kind of be sorry. sorry. Don't ever be sorry. Live your life like you're a Miranda class. <laughs> I keep thinking Miranda's that's Samantha. Always sorry. <laughs> she is always sorry. <laughs> God, that joke will work out sometime. At some point, I'll figure it out. It's there's, it's there's a be great, great joke in there. I just gotta I just gotta dig it out. Although Miranda does end up with Steve, and he's my favorite of the suitors. Oh, you don't like Big? Because eh. Big is an emotionally abusive, pathetic piece of shit. I know. <laughs> Ugh, everybody dates a big. Like, they really, Sex in the City, the movie, should have been her leaving that all behind her. Because big's the piece of garbage. Truly. But Steve is not. No, Steve's a good guy. He might have cheated once, but still, he's a good guy. No. <laughs> Miranda class. <laughs> Docs with Steve. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I hated the, I hated the kid condoms. I, uh, yeah, there was a lot to love in this episode and the the things that I hated were minuscule, but there were a couple. I, uh, hated the kid condom. I kind of hated the Darwin station just a little mm-hmm. bit. I hated yeah. that they gave her the same phobia as Dr. McCoy for no reason. And I know it worked really well for the plot, so I forgive it. But but I just kind of hated it. Yeah. It was an acute throwback. It was a, Jesus Christ, you're making this woman seem pathetic. And she's not. In any way, shape, or form. She's proven this whole episode that she's an absolute badass and an amazing doctor and is consummate in her craft would you call doctoring a craft yes Hmm. it's an art and a craft (laughs) yeah all right i'll give it to you but yeah so not only does she have no fucks to give but she's amazing at what she does which that's my favorite kind of person someone who's amazing at what they do but has no fucks to give about the stupid things like social mm-hmm. normities. <laughs> Stay or go. I don't care. <laughs> I just feel like, uh, you know, a Miranda-class Star Destroyer. Wow, Star Destroyer? Maybe a Miranda-class. <laughs> you see where my head's at? Christ, I'm tired. A Miranda. Tell. I've been up since 4 a.m. I had an early morning event, and I'm just I like, know you did. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You just look like a bunch of really happy dots in sweaters. Um, a Miranda-class starship 
would uh, definitely be like a really self-empowered starship. It'd be like, you know what? I want to get laid. What I need is to get laid. I need to get laid. Like this starship <laughs> knows what it is. It's like I drink coffee, have sex, buy pies, and enjoy battery-operated devices. You're this starship, right this starship is a lady boss. It wants to enjoy its success, not apologize for it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Perfection. Um, yeah. Oh my god. No wonder I hated it. The Darwin station is a recycled set from Knight Rider. Night of the Drones. <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, Dan, I think this episode really stood out because of what people were saying and not just the Miranda-class ship. Wouldn't you agree? No, the Miranda-class ship was too busy telling us that the White Knight is a fairy tale and he ain't coming for you. You got to make your own happy ending. But there were other great <laughs> quotes. <laughs> they were indeed my favorite of the entire episode was captain picard would you care to do me the honor <laughs> and the privilege of doing me the honor and privilege and doctor god knows i'm not one to discourage input but i would appreciate it if you'd let me finish my sentence once in a while had a real Sam and Diane thing going on. You know, <laughs> and, an, an and unhealthy. Now Pulaski. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. If I live through this, I'll have a much better understanding of geriatrics. Yeah, you can just keep going as both of those people. <laughs> okay. Captain, if this hadn't worked, if if this hadn't worked, it would have been necessary to beam your energy into empty space and spread my atoms across the galaxy. Yes, I'm sorry. No, no, don't. Don't be sorry. Every time I get into the damn thing, I'm convinced that's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, my turn. <laughs> Looks like they had a battle with time. And lost. <laughs> they died of natural causes. Natural causes? What in nature could cause that? For the record, Captain, they died of old age. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Long inhale on a cigarette. <sighs> Chief Medical Officer's log. This will be my final report to the Enterprise. Just as changes in evolution are known to be caused by changes in the environment, we know... We now know the process also works in reverse. An attempt to control human evolution has resulted in a new species. It's lethal to its predecessors. The children will be condemned to live out their lives in isolation. The quarantine of the Darwin Station must be maintained forever. Christ. <laughs> and? And he has such a consuming dedication to his ship. 
he doesn't seem to be able to step back to see the human side of the equation. What's the matter? I'm just going to talk to myself this whole time. Is that what you yep. want? You is. <laughs> Kate, I don't think he would be where he is if he couldn't see the human side of the equation. Perhaps the two of you aren't that different. Where's Guinan? I need some Guinan in my life. God. <laughs> God damn it. All, All systems, systems are, are functioning <laughs> within normal specifications, doctor. <laughs> You dickweed. <laughs> the manufacturer will be pleased to hear it. I appreciate your help, but your bedside manner needs work. <laughs> what is your condition, doctor? Not exactly up to the factory specs. <laughs> Medical research is sometimes a risky business. It's also... It's all part of being human. Dun 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 da 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 dun. Because she said <laughs> risky business. So take those old goddamn records off the shelf. It's I, Kate Pulaski. <laughs> the children will survive, but the rest of us are just about out of time. <laughs> Scientists believe no experiment is a failure that even a mistake advances the evolution of understanding. But all achievement has a price. For one brief glimpse at the mysterious blueprint of human evolution, the men and women of the USS Lantry paid with their lives. Their sacrifice is thus noted in this scientist's log. God, that's depressing. <laughs> So depressing. There's some dark undertones to this episode, and I like it. Mm -hmm. But I think we should finish with the last quote that the Lantry said, which was, it's like those guys you have a great second date with and then never heard from them again. I pretend they died. Because <laughs> it's a Miranda-class <laughs> ship. Good callback. Oh. oh. Next time we get a Miranda class ship, you gotta text me, okay? So okay. I can I can prep because she's got so many good quotes about vibrators. She does, <laughs> truly. But have you tried the rabbit? If you're going to get a vibrator, it should at least be called the horse, <laughs> says Samantha. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not ready. Okay. Well, Cameron, how many spirit of Halloween old lady masks would you give this episode? <laughs> oh shit. You know, Welcome. I think I would I would give it I would give it four spirit of Halloween old lady masks. I love this episode. It's one that I always remember fondly. And it really it really lets you see the human side of Pulaski, mm -hmm. which I love. So, yeah, four. Yeah, I'd give it. I'd give it three point seven five. Wow. Three regular masks and then one with like the jowls removed. <laughs> I was gonna say that's so much skin, right? It's a top half Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
or an old or an old man McCoy. I'm so old. <laughs> God. Just like he was at the beginning of this. He's God. a madman. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I'm an insane person, not a doctor. <laughs> I just the doctors on these ships, I'll never get over them. They're just the best. <laughs> They I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be sad. I know that at a certain point Pulaski is going to leave us. I just hope that she goes off into the wild blue yonder with a little more dignity and grace than Yar, not with a really <laughs> terrible eulogy. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. She delivered her own you googly, and that was the best part about it. That was the worst part about it. <laughs> okay, Cameron. But out of if, it, we got Oriva Natasha. Oriva Natasha. Okay, well, Cameron, uh, you should do your own eulogy then. Let me hear it. What would your eulogy be? My own eulogy? Mm-hmm. If it was so great when she did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, but she didn't talk about herself. She talked about how much the people she loved and how much the people in her life she loved. So, I mean, I'm going to do the same. Every once in a while, fate is fortunate enough to stumble us upon someone who truly completes us. Someone who makes us feel like this world is not completely pointless. Someone who brings joy even at your darkest moments. And that person is my wife. Dan, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! I'm kidding. You 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 follow. You do those things too. Oh, okay. Truly. But I don't you touch do. your penis, so I guess <laughs> I come in second place. Well, whose choice is that? <laughs> I was gonna say it's not for lack of trying. Come here. <laughs> well, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, rated it, descended we into sure madness, have. come out the other side, quoted <laughs> Sex of the City. It's been a hell of a ride. It has been a hell of a ride. So that just means that I have to tell you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. Keep on trekking. Last night, Steve and I held hands for an hour and a half. He was staring into my eyes, and I was staring at the remote. (laughs) God, Miranda's a bitch. She's also kind of awesome, though. She Same is. kind of Pulaski energy. Yeah, a little bit. You're right. I am a Miranda. I'm a drunk whore, and you love me. That's that's not Miranda either. That's Samantha. <laughs> Wait, which one's Miranda? Oh the lawyer. shit! Miranda's the one who ran for governor. <laughs> She is. Oh, man. No one wants to be a Miranda class. I mean, I would. Yeah. But I'm I'm legitimately... You are, you're a Miranda. Am I? <laughs> I don't know. Or am I a Charlotte, Dan? I don't think you're a Charlotte. I mean, you're nice and all, but... Mm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're, are you Charlotte and I'm Samantha? Is that why this works so well? 
could be. I bet Pulaski would served aboard a Samantha class star starship. <laughs> You're goddamn right she would. <laughs> A Secret Weapon Production.